This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. There's a principle in it that we need to understand. Quite often, quite often, we find ourselves in situations as Christians. We look at it and we think, oh man, I need to have faith. I need to have faith. I need to have faith. And and God is saying, no, you need to exercise the common sense I gave you. You need to use your brain in this situation. That's what you need to do. Do we lack faith when we lock our door before bed? Do we lack common sense if we trust God to do what he promises? Today, as Pastor Robert continues his teaching on the book of Acts, we're given the opportunity to consider how faith and common sense are both important in the Christian life. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. he that is in you than he that is in the world. You don't need to be preoccupied and worried about it. But see, here's the thing. We need to pray for the people who are being manipulated and used to persecute us. I believe there were some in the early church who were praying for Saul. And for them, when his conversion took place, it was an answer to prayer. It was an enormous, joyous celebration. Now, there were some whose reaction was more like Jonah concerning Nineveh. I knew you were going to, God, I knew you'd have mercy on him. Man, I wanted him dead. I didn't want him saved. Our human nature gets in the way sometimes. There are people that if you stop and think about it, and we've talked about this, I alluded at one point to, you know, Fidel. And there are people who would be severely disappointed if Fidel Castro became a Christian. Because they want him tortured to death. But the reality is, God wants no man to perish. And there's no one beyond His forgiveness. They didn't believe they'd ever see Peter again. The prayer they prayed, it was constant, it was corporate, but it was weak. God had bigger things in mind than they were willing to ask for. And so they were amazed. The other thing that I should probably make mention of here, though, it's easy to read right past it in verse 17, motioning to them with His hand to keep silent, He declared to them how the Lord had brought him out of the prison, and he said, Go tell these things to James and to the brethren. And he departed and went to another place. Now, that James was the half-brother of Jesus. He was the one that would later become known as James the Just. He would be the leader of the church in Jerusalem. Not referring to James, the brother of John, obviously, who's already dead. But did you notice, at that point, Peter, 
Think about what he's just been through. Imprisoned, chained, bound, and now God sends an angel. It would have been really easy for Peter to stay. Man, I'm invincible here. Did you see this? I mean, they had me locked down. God sent an angel for me. You understand? I'm untouchable. Nothing to just hang out with me, nothing to fear. That's not what he did. He said, Listen, spread the word, I'm out of here. And he left town. Why? Is that little faith? No. It's common sense, is what it is. It's good judgment. There's a principle in there that we need to understand. Quite often, quite often, we find ourselves in situations as Christians. We look at it and we think, oh man, I need to have faith. I need to have faith. I need to have faith. And, and God is saying, no, you need to exercise the common sense I gave you. You need to use your brain in this situation. That's what you need to do. I've seen people in job situations, you know, where you know, they're, they're, they're out of a job or, and instead of getting out there and just pounding the pavement and doing resumes and putting in applications and talking to people and looking for opportunities, you know, they're sitting at home praying for God to send somebody to the door to offer them a job. And you can take that and put it into different areas of your life where God says, you know, I've, I've given you intelligence, I've given you abilities, I've, I, I mean, I, I've, I've made you able to provide for yourself, to work a job, to gather wealth. And you need to do that. You need to do what you know to do. And that's the principle. You have a responsibility to do what you know to do and what you're able to do. Now, having done that, you can trust God. And you must. You must trust Him. But until you've done what you know to do, what you're able to do, you haven't done what He wants you to do. In this situation, if God had said to Peter, Now, I've shown you that you're safe. Go back to Herod. Well, then he would have had it to do, right? Apparently, God didn't say that. And so Peter evaluated the situation, and he acted wisely. He got out of town. Proverbs says that a prudent man sees the danger lying ahead and avoids it. A foolish man rushes headlong into disaster. You know, God is such a practical God. I can't tell you how many times I've, I've seen friends, and even I myself, you know, make mistakes thinking that, you know, I'm, I'm acting in faith. I'll never forget my very first pastor. And boy, he was, he was one of those, you know. I mean, he was, he was one of the, this, you know, faith, don't, you know, don't speak anything negative, you know, the name it and claim it and all of that kind of stuff. And, and um, one day he went to his wife and, and said, uh, I've bought life insurance. And she was telling me about it later. She said, I gave him such a hard time about that. Where's your faith, Ed? Buying life insurance? You don't need life insurance. Where's your faith? No, I, I bought life insurance. She said it, it was a very short period of time, very short period of time after that. He was diagnosed with terminal cancer. He didn't know. She didn't know. But he just had that nudge. 
He had that, you know, if something happens to me, my wife is not going to be cared for. And so in faith, he bought life insurance, doing the responsible, practical thing to make sure his family was cared for. You with me? Now, it looked like a faithless act from her perspective, but it wasn't. It was a wise choice. It was a wise choice. I've heard people talk about savings plans, financial savings plans, as being faithless. Not knowing, not realizing that the book of Proverbs actually tells us that if we're wise, we'll save for the future. That a wise man, a faithful man, stores up for his children's children. An inheritance. God is so practical. In this situation, I love the fact that Peter doesn't stick around and he just does the wise thing. He leaves town. But look at, look at how God deals with Herod. Verse 20, Herod had been very angry with the people of Tyre and Sidon. They came to him with one accord, and having made Blastus, the king's personal aide, their friend, they asked for peace because their country was supplied with food by the king's country. On a set day, Herod, arrayed in royal apparel, sat on his throne and gave an oration to them. And the people kept shouting, the voice of a God, not of a man. And immediately an angel of the Lord struck him because he didn't give glory to God. And he was eaten by worms and died. But the word of God grew and multiplied. This is one of those stories that the Jewish historian Josephus actually writes about this in his, um, his book, Antiquities of the Jews. Josephus was the general in charge of Jerusalem when the Roman army came in 70 AD and sacked the city and burned it and everything. And he was carried away into captivity and the emperor actually adopted him and he became a part of the emperor's household in Rome. And he was apparently asked by the emperor to write a history of his people and because Flavius wanted to understand better um, the, the Jewish people and, and who they were and what had motivated them. And, and so he, he wrote about the wars of the Jews and he, he wrote a history of the Jewish people. And as he wrote about this particular event, he said that Herod had gone back and he, these, we're not really told why the, there was some kind of displeasure, animosity between the people of, of the coastal city there, Tyre and Sidon, which not too far away from Caesarea, where the palace, the, the king's palace was. But Herod was there, and, and there's a theater that when you go to Israel today, it's one of the places we visit. Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain. The name of our broadcast is our goal for this ministry, to keep the main thing, the main thing, Jesus Christ crucified, glorified, and honored as we study and apply His Word. Maybe you're listening right now in Miami-Dade County and you don't have a home church. We want to take this time to invite you to join us for worship. We meet Sunday mornings at 9.30, 11, and 12.30, then again at 7.30 p.m. on Sunday nights. For more information, call us at 305-531-2730 or log on to MainThingRadio.com and follow the link to the church website. Thanks, Tracy. At our website, you'll find today's broadcast to listen to or download. 
and we also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. With a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of the entire Book of Acts. A secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. That's all available at MainThingRadio.com. Or you can send us an email at questions at MainThingRadio.com. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Mark your Bibles in the Book of Acts and join us next time here on Main Thing Radio.